his papers, all this stuff. Like I saw, like I, I don't think if I told, I don't know if I told y'all this or not, but Forbes did a, a review of uh, Nicki Minaj's album. And it, like I read like three sentences and I was like, this is, this guy is uninformed. He doesn't know what he's talking about. This isn't, this isn't valid. Like you can't, you can't write about hip hop if you're not about hip, or at least the culture. Like in and I looked up what the guy looked like and he looked exactly how I thought he would look for what he Probably was. Probably with a baseball cap on, a snapback. He was a, he was a, he was an overweight white dude. That oh, lift that, that, that like Eminem and all like yeah. his favorite rapper, you know, like. And then you like, like Pitchfork, you look at their, their, um, their writing or album reviews and it's just like, where are you writing these? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Committee Podcast. We have the usual uh, suspects lined up here today. Gonna let them introduce themselves. This is uh, Marcus Sniffles from Twitter. I would just like the record to show that I am a fan of Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Oh, wow. Let the record show it. (laughs) Anyway, you're a self-proclaimed Barb. Uh, Don't try to become Cardi B's friend now. (laughs) Don't Um, do that. Don't do that. Anyway, uh, yeah, so this is Summertime Sigh on Twitter, Instagram, all that good shit. And of course, it's Tribbles. I am in a bad baby mode today, so I'm a bad baby stand for the rest of this podcast. The only rap uh, rap girl without real beef right now. So, yeah. Um, but before we get into beefs and uh, makeups and all this other good stuff in hip-hop, we lost, um, I don't know... I'm going to call him a young legend. You know, people may argue with it, but I think Mac Miller had a very big impact on hip hop in such a short time frame. Um, but Mac Miller tragically passed away um, on Friday from an alleged overdose. Um, details are still kind of being sorted out on what actually happened, but I want to be the first for, on the behalf of the committee podcast to just say, uh, send our condolences and prayers to his friends and his families, and especially the fans who are deeply affected by the untimely passing of um, Mac Miller. And I just wanted to kind of open the floor up for everybody to kind of, you know, give their Mac Miller stories or kind of songs that the first song that kind of puts you on to him and things of that nature. Uh, for me personally, I wasn't, I knew of Mac Miller, but I'm not going to sit here in front and say like, oh, I was down with Mac Miller from day one. Uh, The thing that kind of gravitated me towards him was everybody around him that was giving him cosigns. Like he was like Schoolboy Q was a big fan of his. They're like legit friends. Kendrick, the whole TDE crew was just like, yeah, Mac Miller, we fuck with this kid. So if TDE fucks with you, then you have to be a good rapper or at the very least a good person. And the album that got me to kind of check him out was uh, watching movies with the sound off. That was the first album I really checked out of his. And after he passed, I kind of took a weekend and listened to all of his studio albums. And I feel like an asshole for not really giving him a fair chance because the stuff that he was making are things that are kind of right up my alley. He wasn't just about the rap stuff. He was being expressive. He was experimental. He was doing a little bit more singing stuff. He was doing emotional stuff. 
And I appreciate artists that are willing to take chances like that. And I, I don't know if he was a young legend, but I feel like he was on that path just with the way he was moving and how he was working. Yeah, so I'm I think I'm on the opposite ends where like I've been a Mac Miller fan since like day one. So back back in two thousand nine where he had the the jukebox mixtape like on Dat Piff, it was literally like the first time I've heard of him. And I was in college at that time and it was just wild because he has been making music consistently for like the last almost ten years. So I'm just shocked that so many people are just now coming on to him. But I mean, everybody isn't into hip hop like I am. So I have to like remember that. But I, I was sad. Like I was, I was, I was hurt a whole day. Oh, yeah. I, the news. I was, I was literally in disbelief because I literally like was just spinning, swimming his latest album, like on repeat the day before. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go to his concert. Like mm. I, I was geared. I was literally like, oh, I'm about to go, you know, travel da, 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 to go to his concert. And now I'm just like so sad because I'll never get the opportunity. And there have been so many chances of where I could have seen him live. And I pass up those moments because of just like other life shit. And I'm just like, damn, the one time I'm actually about to go to his concert, um, I don't get to go. And I, I do wonder, like, what did he overdose off of? I don't know if they ever released that, but I'm just like... Yeah, which I, I think they're still waiting on, like, the toxicology reports and all that stuff to come back. I kind of looked at it um, a little bit earlier today, but they didn't have any, like, true definition of what it was. Um, yeah. I think with me, like, it, it, it disturbed me because I actually found out via, like, our little group chat or whatever that he had passed, and I was, like, confused. I'm like, Mac Miller, like... Right. They, like it, it, it didn't make sense and and I'm sort of kind of like in the boat with Marcus I always knew who Mac Miller was um I you know I knew from people that I respect that he was a very dope rapper from like what they would tell me but I think it was um it was actually a YG mixtape that made me take Mac Miller serious as like a rapper like I heard him on, I think the song was like How to Make It in America, which was on one of like YG's mini mixtapes or whatever and I heard it and just the way like I don't, I don't know. Like, it's just weird. Like, I just felt like he was authentic. Like, he wasn't trying anything. I think a lot of times you you run into artists and you just assume yeah. that, you know, they're trying to be, like, something that they're not. But I don't know. He just was a dope-ass rapper. Like it, he, he was. He just was real laid back. Yeah. So I think that's why a lot of people, you know, you speaking of the schoolboys and the Kendricks and the Wiz Khalifa, like, all these, like, pretty much other relate, I mean, relate, relaxed artists like they fucked with him because that's who he was and um i saw some pictures i think it was like saturday or something it's being report well i won't say it's being reported but it's floating on social media that karen civil actually found him i did see that I was- um so yeah. I, don't- I didn't know how much truth it was to yeah, that though yeah i'm sorry i don't know if like they just caught pictures of her she came out of the house or like was it true but just seeing her shake, shaking up, that was crazy. That she was crazy. Did, did she um, release an official statement or anything? Um, I don't think she had an official statement, but I know she shared videos of like her and Mac um, when she, because Karen Civil just had some type of surgery. I'm not really, I don't really know what kind of surgery, but she had uh, had surgery last week, and she shared a video of them like in the hospital together playing like tic tac toe and. Um, she shared other, you know, intimate, well, not necessarily intimate in a sexual way. Let me say that before somebody hears that and make up a rumor, but um, mm-hmm. just very close and cl- like best friend type of photos and, and videos via her social media. But I don't know if she released like a, an official, official statement 
Um, I know Ariana Grande, his his uh, ex, she didn't necessarily say anything. She yeah, she turned off her comments. Yeah, yeah, she shared a. I mean, p- crazy people are blaming her for his death with him, you know, being open, battling depression. Trash, and trash. Very trash people. Come on, like, it, it, it's not, and even if that is the case, you want her to do that to herself? Like, if you care so much about him, and he he was very open and vocal about how he felt about her, pri- I mean, prior to the breakup and after the breakup, he still had much love and respect for her. So if you're a fan of Mac Miller and you're coming at Ariana Grande, like, what would he really be thinking of you right now? You know, I won't yeah. I won't pose that to a lot of the listeners and maybe some people who, you know, put that energy off towards her. She had nothing to do with that. You know, unfortunately he made decisions to do drugs. Uh, again, we don't know which drugs and it, you know, I don't think anybody sets out to overdose, you know? So yeah. it was an accident. Unfortunately it happened, but you know, I hope our listeners, whether you abuse drugs or you know somebody that does that, you know, you you use this as a, a learning tool and you try to get those people help and hopefully and I, yeah and I hope that it doesn't take another loss in hip hop for people to really know the detriment of drugs. I mean, I know we see it in like our own families and our own communities, but I don't know why it takes someone from like the hip hop community or who's like a figure it's for people to really wake up and see um the detriment that drugs will have or abusing drugs. So I just I just hope that the trend doesn't continue. I mean, and and I don't know what was going on in his life. I can only tell from like his Instagram stories and his latest album, but I could tell he was going through some shit. Right. Um, so, and I'm sure we're going to get this, to this on our next segment, but it's just, people just have to just appreciate people while they're alive, man. And, and it just, it hurts to know that Mac was just such a genuine dude and has so much support and love that he felt like he just couldn't turn anywhere but to, to, overdose i mean so you know drugs and alcohol but it's a disease like a lot of other shit you know what i'm saying so rest in peace and, and definitely sending all the prayers and love to his family and his people um well kind of you know piggybacking off of what you just said we wanted to introduce a new segment here on this uh no name podcast and we're asking all our listeners to actually help us come up with a name for this dope ass podcast so if you have any ideas please hit up the committee podcast page or any of our um social media sites with any ideas that you have but one segment that we wanted to start here is actually entitled roses where we wanted to give credit to those in uh music and kind of put shine on people that we kind of we don't pay attention to until like unfortunate and tragic things happen or you know, they go off the deep rail or they go to prison or something like that. We want to kind of give them their flowers right now while they're in the same mind, while, you know, they can actually hear it and, and see it. So uh, I'm going to let Marcus actually tell us who is receiving the roses this week. All right. So the first person that's going to be getting their roses is Big Boy, one half of Outcast, And he deserves it. And personally, I am tired of all you young whippersnappers getting on Al Gore's internet tweeting about how Andre 3000 carried Big Boy while they were in Outcast. How you'll put Andre 3000 in your top five, but Big Boy is nowhere to be found when you talk about rap. It's disrespectful and it's, it's not hell. right. It's, it's not right. Big Boy is a great MC in his own right. He is one half of the best rap duo ever, in my opinion. And you can't be half of something and be discredited and disrespect disrespected the way Big Boy is. And the reason I picked Big Boy 
is because I, as as I said, people get on the internet and start talking crazy. Uh, some young lady was talking about she's gonna go see Big Boy in concert, and another guy was like, "Oh, you're just gonna go see Big Boy by himself." And she, as she should, as a queen would, she said, "Yeah, Big Boy's a legend." What do you mean? And this guy's like, "Big Boy is the lucky guy that was in the group with three stacks." That's just offensive, honestly. It's offensive, and if you're saying something like that, you clearly were not listening to Outkast and what they were rapping about. You weren't listening. You were just like, "Oh, well, I like Andre 3000 because he did that Throw Some D's remix or the Walk It Out remix." You weren't. <laughs> you weren't checking for Andre 3000 back then, because yeah. if you were, you would understand that Big Boy was kind of the person that got them the respect. Because back then, you needed the respect of New York. Right. You know saying like in rap back then when they were coming up, you needed that respect from New Yorkers. And not saying that Andre was was whack, but Big Boy kind of really stepped his game up at the beginning. And that gave room for Andre to be more expressive, to explore more of his sound personality, the way he dresses, the way he produces music. If Andre 3000 would have came out in 94 as a solo artist, acting the way he was like during the speaker box love below days under does want to be around right now they needed big boy to go on record like andre 3000 has said from his own mouth that big boy was the better was better yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Andre yeah. definitely has said that big boy was better right like so <laughs> you know like if the person i'm in a group with can can vouch for my pen can vouch for you know what I'm saying? My voice, my skill. Like, who are, who are these 12 or 13, 14 year olds? Like you said, that just heard Throw Some D's and Walk It Out remix to say okay. that Big Boy is not like that guy. And personally, if we want to go outside of Outcast, like a new verse, one of my favorite Big Boy verses outside of like Outcast music, just him being a featured artist, is on the I'm So Hood remix. I thoroughly enjoyed the wordplay on that song. So if you are one of those people that are just like, uh, I don't know about Big Boy, I that's a song I would recommend outside of Outkast's discography that you go listen to. I think he brings diversity and bars um, to that song. And honestly, just take some time to go back and listen to the early Outkast stuff and then take a listen to Big Boy's solo rap albums. And yeah, just, Sir just Lucius was it. dope. Yeah. He's got some dope stuff. Like, I love Big Rams. I like that album. The Idlewild really soundtrack had a lot of good solo Big Boy on there too. That was really really dope. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, and it's and it's this is totally something separately. But I don't understand how people are putting Andre 3000 in their top five when Andre 3000 does not have a solo rap album to his name. Andre 3000 has not put out a classic album without Big Boy. So it's don't the, tell it's me the, that well, it's Andre the features. Also. It's the features. It's because the Andre 3000 is like, hey, nobody's touching no, no. Andre. I, I, I get you. Those features, were, those features were fire, but we're not putting someone in the top five based off of features. It right. it, it's not that. Uh, no, I definitely won't put him top top five. Man, top five of all time. Like that's kind of. Yes. I'm not you even putting him in the top, top ten. Five. I'm not even putting him top ten in all. No, time. You, you no I definitely put him in the top. Yeah, you can. I think I think his verses and his uh, versatility and his raps with with big with big boy and Outkast, Outkast. and Outkast. and on yeah, his Outkast. features. And, and even when he, the thing about Andre is that he can rap with anybody though, like he can get on a record with anybody and kill it. And I think that's what makes him so unique. Like he can go from uh, you know, Rick Ross and still fuck with a Jay Z in the same song and be good. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that Jeezy, the Jeezy, the Jeezy three thousand and and Hove song was was pretty dope. I yeah, 
I will yeah, say that. Like he's, under- he's versatile, but I just think, I, to, in my opinion, I think people are in love with the aesthetics of Andre 3000, like the mystique, the, 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 the mystery mystique. behind it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like I think, you know what I'm saying? His, his pen is dope. This is not taken away from Andre 3000 at all. Right. Yes, he's definitely Th- dope. Let's just put that out there. We love Andre 3000. I will, I will say he's top five Southern MCs. Like, if I had to break it up that way. I will I really? can't even I can't, um, even, I can't even do oh, that. That's wild. I can't. Oh, that's wild. Oh, that's wild. I know this is not even... about this is not about Andre though. This is about we, we may we may you know, we may have to do a down south uh, a down south episode because I think honestly when you try to in- incorporate a lot of southern artists with like on a main scale of grabbing artists from the west and artists from New York and things like that, you a lot of people don't take into the process of how they go about their delivery. Like a person like Ludacris, who is very overly animated, but he delivers great bars. Right. You know, so I so think we may have to break that, out and do and do a, a yeah, I was, episode. I just, I just gotta know. You think Ludacris is better than Andre Three Thousand? Ludacris has more classic albums to his name. Than Ludacris, Ludacris has also. I'm not gonna say that Lu- that I think Andre 3000 is better than Ludacris. Okay, I'm not gonna say that because I have to still incorporate Andre 3000's uh, work with Out- Outcast. So I cannot just definitively say Ludacris is better than you know. But if we're talking about if I want to feature, not to sell, I'm not talking about to sell, but if I just want quality content of a feature, I'm gonna call Ludacris before I call Andre 3000. What? Oh, you're loud. <laughs> that's the hot take like again i'm not talking about who's gonna who's gonna make you know like if i want my song to sell and have people play it millions of times of course i'm gonna call andre but if we're going solely on upping my track i'm going no that's andre all day oh we gotta we gotta do a battle of the playlist for this one because the features that Ludacris is on versus the features that andre three stacks is on come on man oh come on <laughs> Okay. We can we can we can do listen. We can bring that out because that'll be a whole another episode. We can do. I know, and I know this is about Big Boy. We want to give Big Boy his flowers hey, while look, look. See, he's summertime, still there. Summertime's like old oh, boy on the timeline. Take it away from uh, Big Boy. No, <laughs> no, I'm not even trying. To, no, because I respect Big Boy. Daddy Fact Sex is my shit. So, um, nah, I, I'm gonna do that. But that's a yeah. No, that's that's just surprising to me that Andre wouldn't be in a top five, you know, artist out of coming out of South. Um, so I've got something if, to say, but I, I don't if, think if, I do. if you go back and listen to Idlewild, listen to it, and all the songs that you like, look who's who, look who's rapping on them, and the songs that you don't like, look who's rapping on them, because you'll you'll see a pattern. Just go okay. listen to Idlewild, and you'll you'll see why Big Boy deserves his flowers right now because he does. He's rapping his ass off. He's a he, and it's maybe it's a whole Southern bias thing. Maybe he's. You know, it's because he's standing next to Andre 3000, who has this like Prince aura where nobody really knows what's about, <laughs> what's going on with that's him. That's a very, that's a very. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he's a rap he, prince. Yeah, yeah, like he, he is, is yeah. weird. You don't really yeah, hear from him a lot. He just kind of, he kind of just pops up and does a feature yeah. and disappears. So it's like it's it's hard for Big Boy to get popular and to get played yeah. because he's just he's all about the rapping. That's what that's what he's about. He's about rapping, making good music, doing dope features and. Yeah, his, 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 he I will say though, I don't. I I enjoy Big Boy's music, but I think what it is is it's something about him that sometimes I just I like I don't know. I can't sit here and listen to Big Boy for like nonstop versus like Andre. Because you're, you're used to hearing them together. 
Right. Yeah, it's like peanut butter and jelly, and I think <laughs> Big Boy. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they match. Each, they they level each other out. Because honestly, yeah. I mean, in the same breath, like I can I can agree. I can't sit down and listen to eight hours straight of Big Boy. Mm-hmm. I can't sit down and listen eight hours straight of Under Three Thousand. But like you said, once you put them two together, I can probably listen to eight hours Outcast. I tell you. Yeah, that. hell yeah. Um, <laughs> so we we at the committee podcast. We definitely want to send our roses to Big Boy. Hopefully, we're gonna tag him in this on Twitter. Hopefully, he sees it, takes a listen. And, you know, he understands that we fuck with him and a lot of people fucks with him and he's great. So, yeah. And, you know, tune in next week to see who gets there, get their rose of honor. Um, But just really quick, I wanted to shout out Joe Budden, Remy Ma, Scotty Bean and Jinx, who premiered the State of the Culture on Revolt today. Um, A lot of us haven't really gotten to the whole episode. I got maybe like 15 or 20 minutes in before I had to do some stuff. So I haven't finished the first episode, but I just wanted to make sure that all of our listeners give the the TV show a shot. It's on YouTube as well. If you go to the Revolt channel, 15 minutes in, I love it. I think the energy is there. You have Media Joe. Uh, I think this new transformation into Media Remy is going to be what we need. Um, Scotty Beeman, I mean, excuse, excuse me, I said Scotty Beeman, Lord. Scotty Beam and um, Jinx, I think they balance the two out because I think both Remy and Joe can get very passionate, which turns mm-hmm. into like from the eye, it looks like a lot of aggression when it's just really like passion. Um, and that's the New York shit. <laughs> yeah, but I think the other two, like they leveled them out. They leveled them yeah. out. But um, just huge shout out to them. Um, and I know you wanted to say something. Sorry. No, I was so I had a question. If you had to compare state of the culture to everyday struggle, how would you met? How would you put those two up against each other? Just um, curious to know. And again, again, listeners, I'm only 15 minutes in. I personally, I love the setup of everyday struggle. Mm-hmm. I because I feel like with everyday struggle, you have DJ Academics, who is typically, you know, he's typically on the younger people side. And I think now they have Wayno on the show. I'm going to keep it 100. I haven't watched the show since Joe left. I, like, I haven't either. <laughs> but um, I think Wayno is actually on the show. So he's more uh, in, into like the technical side of rap. He's more bar friendly. He wants to hear that. So I like the setup because you get to hear it from both perspectives of the genre. Um, and I just think here on state of the culture and again from what i saw it's pretty much everyone has their own take of it like they're in different fields like scotty is a radio personality journalist remy's a former rapper joe's a former rapper i'm not too familiar on jinx if you guys know please enlighten me um but you know i don't know i think the dynamic is a little bit i prefer the dynamic of everyday struggle but i think the people who are on state of the culture is going to keep me tuned in yeah, no, that's dope though, and I think I'm happy that you mentioned like the background of Scotty Beam because, I, as a journalist, I, I consider myself a hip hop journalist um, to the core, and not a lot of women get a chance or a platform to really like showcase their knowledge when it comes to hip hop. I think a lot of times we're seen as like the fashion people or you know kind of like the pop you know arena or area, but like when it comes to hip hop for whatever reason we don't get our respect and so just shout out to scotty and remy for putting on for the women in hip-hop um because so many times like our voice and our opinions get silenced by the overwhelming majority of men in the industry so shout out to them for fighting that good fight oh yeah most definitely um 
yeah, so we're going to keep good news going because then we're going to just get real ignorant in a while. So um, <laughs> I don't even remember the date. I don't, I don't know, but Meek Mill and, and Drake ended the beef in Boston, surprisingly. Out of all yeah, places. I thought that was super random. Like out of Boston. all places in the world. Super random. You got to like, do that in Philly, mind you, Mind you, I think Drake's going to Philly sometime this week. So, like... That's a wasted moment. I watched the video. I watched the video. That that crowd was not hyped for that moment. They Philly would have went ape shit. Philly would have went ape shit had he brought uh, Meek out yes. there. Personally, did y'all see them playing ping pong? Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> like anytime I see somebody play ping pong, I think about the Jimmy Fallon story about Prince, which is random. But YouTube that if you want to know how funny that is. But no, um, I was happy. I. Usually when I see people like Drake move, I think it's very quote unquote strategic marketing, but I really felt like this was genuine. I think this, the beef was old. The beef, to be honest, the beef was old after uh, back to back, if you ask me, but you know, the beef is old. Meek is clearly rebranding himself. Jill has changed Meek for the better, in my opinion. Um, And he's just really focused on money, focusing on his money and, you know, correcting and trying to fix what is a shit of the legal system. So I just think seeing them come together, burying that hatchet, it possibly means new Meek and Drake music, but I am more excited because I think Drake will probably start working with Rick Ross again and Mm. those two get together. That's a great, it's a great sound and I can openly, you know, bump a little Drake music a little more. I can can still be light-skinned and a dark nigga, you know. Is it it Drake a free agent? (laughs) Ain't Drake a free agent? Right now, or is uh, that coming out? Hey, that'd yo, be dope. Uh, that'd if, be yo, dope. Drake go to MMG. That that Drake. Listen, I'm gonna say this. This is the hot take. Say if it. Drake were to sign to MMG, I am pretty sure that Rick Ross can executive produce Drake's first classic album. Mm. Oh yeah, easily, easily. Yeah, that's now, happening. That a great. That would be a great matchup, and I think that Drake is gonna bring up MMG's like stock prices like crazy even though mmg is like definitely well respected and definitely has a great roster there's a lot of people on that roster that don't necessarily get the the spin time that i think they deserve so hopefully if he were to come on he would be on their tracks and you know he would still share the wealth of the verses because the mmg is known for that though like everybody kind of getting on tracks together and working together and shit so yeah, because they had like oh. MMG had dope compilation albums, and a lot of and yeah. a lot of artists, like a lot of collectives, don't do good collect like collections like that. So I don't know. Volume two, I don't know which one I prefer one because volume one has the hits. Like I can play volume one straight through. Volume two has a little bit better content, but like as a whole, I don't think it flowed because they were really, really trying to make a Marion happen. Maybback. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> they were. Is he still with them? Uh, to my knowledge, no. I don't think it matters. Yeah, I th- I would like to see uh, Rick Ross just kind of make that transition into being an executive producer for other artists because I feel like he'd be really, really good at that. Because, like we we've said it a million times about Rick Ross, he has probably one of the best ears for music and beat selections, uh, getting the best out of himself and producers. Like to have him behind the boards kind of guiding an artist through their album i think that'd be the best thing anybody could do so for drake to get a classic album it might take getting rick ross like guiding him through it what do you think birdman is going to say today <laughs> birdman is just collecting the bag man that's nah, all he's right. trying to do 
No, you're right. No, and I, that's the thing I like about uh, Rick Ross too is that he definitely looks out for his artists. Like he he puts he he puts them on for real, for real. Like he cares. It seemingly from what I've heard is that he definitely cares. He I've does the best it. that he can. Mm-hmm. He does the best that he can to get them on and for them to get their money. And that's that's the major thing. Like he's he's making sure that they get paid. He's making sure that they're good. That they're straight. If they cough, put, cough, Bert, man. Yeah, if they put out music, right. if they put out music and it doesn't, you know, connect and it doesn't hit, I mean, he's he's done hit what he's supposed to do, and at the very least, that artist has been paid and they're good to go financially. So, yeah, you only ask for so much. That's true. I think so. Um, I have a, a homie, Rocky Fresh, is signed to MMG, and we went to school together for a very long time. And I've been scared to ask him this question for so long. And I probably never will ask him this, but. Hopefully he listens to this podcast and maybe he'll answer it to me on the low, on the low, low. But it's amazing to me how much support Rick Ross gives these artists, but yet there's so many of them that people don't know about, like Fat Trail and, like I said, Rocky Fresh and Mass Pike, Mass Pike Miles. Like these artists are out here and been working for like years, but nobody still knows who, like, who they are for real. But I think the notable people that we know on MMG, like a Wale, well, I don't, is Wale still on MMG? Yeah, he's still there. So like a Wale and a, and a Meek, like those two people were like hometown heroes. So yeah. a lot of it was their cities being behind them so much that, because mm. I mean, think about like, let's look at it from a cash money standpoint. Drake and Nicki both had large fan bases way before they signed to Young Money. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't, I'm not going to say they didn't put any marketing dollars behind them, but you didn't have to put too much because we, you, people were already looking for a Drake album. People were already looking for a Nicki album. Yeah. People were looking for like, you know, and th- that's no disrespect to Rocky Fresh or anybody else that's on the label that doesn't necessarily have to shine. But a lot of the people, the forefront of these collectives, they have a large fan base when they sign. It's just, yeah. you know. Hey man, Charles, man, now I'm mad because Chicago should have put Rocky Fresh on. That's my homie, which is shocking because we was like we lived, uh, we family for real, like back in the hey, day. Well, so shout like, out to Rocky Fresh, and if Rocky Fresh yeah. is on the podcast and give us yeah, that, I, I, I have to, well, you know, he kind of, I guess he Hollywood now, but I'll hey, ask him. I'll ask him if we want to come on. We could try, and nothing, nothing hurts to yeah. try. No, um, I'm trying to look. We don't, we don't have any more like really, really good stuff. But I think what everybody's gonna probably press play to hear. It's us discuss what happened this weekend. Um, the wretchedness. The, the wretchedness. Um, Belkalise, aka Cardi B, and Onika, Miss Nicki Minaj. I'm not going to call it a fight because they ne- never hit each other, but they had an altercation um, at a New York Fashion Week event, which led to memes galore because Cardi left with a knot on her head, which she and her camp are attributing to uh, Nikki's security. Nikki would probably argue to say that somebody else, you know, put the paws on her. Who knows? Details are still coming out about this fight that happened what, on Saturday. Um, so one, like, before we even try to do like a history of what's going on and then moving forward to Queen Radio today, what, when you heard the tweet or oh, heard the tweet where you saw the tweet or heard the news like that Nikki and Cardi had allegedly gotten into a fight. What was your first reaction? Sniffles? Because you, you know, the uh, barb. <laughs> uh, my first reaction was like, this is really happening. I can't believe that a bunch of Twitter fans and stands really made this happen. 
because I don't believe that there's any real personal beef between these two. I really don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's. I, I don't, don't think, know. I, I don't think, think there's anything don't. real. Like, so you think Cardi is lying when she says that Nikki tries to stop her back? I don't uh, think it's. I, let me. We'll, 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 I guess we'll get to that. But yeah, we'll try. We'll, we'll try to break all that. Down. Yeah, you you can speak on how how you felt when you first first heard it. I felt like so. I wanted to say to all the Barb fans, "Is this your queen?" I mean, <laughs> so that was the first thing I thought. I was like, "This chick really is a bird," because and she's she's just like, "Oh, she she's an instigator." And she's an instigator that don't pop, that don't do shit though. Like that's my issue was because she'll talk all this shit, but she won't back it up and she'll have Ra Ali come in and fight her battles. And then it, it, I'm just like, whatever. But I get it. Like if they was at a professional's setting, but she's a sneak disser. I'm, I, I don't like Nikki. Okay. For me, oh. I, I, I just don't. Oh. I, for me, I see the, I see a random tweet and I like Nikki and Cardi got in a fight. So initially I searched it on Twitter because I'm like, oh, somebody's just trying to get some retweets. And then slowly but surely, like as I kept refreshing me as searching, like people was like popping up like LH. I'm like, like a, uh, in my head, I'm thinking like a verbal altercation. I I never imagined Nikki and Cardi physically fighting BFS. Like it never went that way. And then all of a sudden I started saying, well, it's, it was actually Cardi and Raleigh. And then, you know, the pictures come out with Cardi with the knot on her head. I'm like, oh, shit, somebody did hit her. Like, you know, it was some type of physical altercation. And then you hear it was potentially security. So it was just like, uh. And then TMZ posts the two-minute video. And I think, because I was kind of with, kind of how uh, how Sai just said, like, oh, they're in a professional setting. I'm like, uh. And then I watched the TMZ video and Cardi's like, you don't speak on my kid. And I'm like, wait a minute, pause, time out. Kids is off limits. Like it's kind of yeah, no, that's valid. That's well, we, valid. Well, in, what, though, in what sense? In what sense are kids, kids off limits? Are, kids are off limit. Period. Especially kids that can't talk. Culture just came out her mom's are you, room. Are, to- you, are you talking about just in speaking or like in rapping? Both. Because I mean. Didn't didn't Jay leave a comment in the baby seat? That that's different. That's, Did that's, he do that? He's a, he's a change is this, man. Is this your king? He's, he's is a this change, your king? He's a man. His mom made him apologize. So therefore, it, listen. It, if it's Jay, invalid. It's invalid. If, Jay, if Jay's mom made him apologize, that's when babies officially became off limits in rap, in my opinion. I. It's okay, the Cardi, same. Cardi said. Cardi said that Nikki said something about her child. But when did this happen? Like, what so, did she say? So, according to the internet, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I can't, Here we I go. can't, Here I can't, I, listen, I don't, nobody, neither camp won't, won't come out and to confirm what, what was said. Let's go. So allegedly, according to the internet, Cardi B sent out a tweet welcoming home Kodak Black, who, you know, has a trouble pass. And another, like, I guess a, ra- a random fan, a random person retweeted the tweet. And was just saying, wow, you know, you're someone's mother. You are supporting a pedophile or whatever the hell goes on in Kodak Black's life. I'm not really sure what his rap sheet is. Um, And allegedly, Nicki Minaj liked the tweet. That is allegedly what. Well, that's a a part of it. Because I feel like it's a, a lot more to it. But I think that was probably the... The, the line the, the line that she finally crossed nah. okay. I, mean, I, I don't know I don't when know I, what she said at the event when I, when I when I saw that it was a tweet I did think like yo Cardi like it ain't 
I mean, I get it, but it ain't that deep, especially to yeah. do it like that. But again, as I was saying, like, Nick, we can all sit here and agree. Nikki's been toying with her, whether it's been on her radio show, whether it's been via right. music or, you know, like. The fact that she came out during her album press little release and then decided to speak on her whole issue with, with Cardi lets me know she's a fucking troll. And this is about I call her a bird, because how do you wait that long after Motorsport is actually like released and has been doing well to now publicly voice like your issues? Because it's convenient for you doing the album rollout. Like, no, fuck that. Mm. Like, nah. I, I just, I think, I think Cardi B just might be a hit dog hollering right now. Like, Nikki, Granted, Cardi B. Nicki Minaj is throwing shots. Nikki's throwing shots. And the only one that's taking offense to it right now is Cardi B. Like, if you, I if mean, but not if she's if the shoe fits, like an, if the shoe fits, oh, you know what I'm saying? No. No, not if she no, 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 is no, no. explicitly talking about her in songs, and is then she? her, her, yeah, because um, was it was it uh, take off or the other one like had to get her verse removed from motorsport because she said some shit about Cardi, like oh, some disrespectful shit. No, nah, she didn't. She she just said her name. She said like if Cardi the QB then Nick's Lombardi, something like that. Which which that's will insinuate that I'm still that's a diss. Yeah, like it's still it. That's, no, 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 because you, you gotta, gotta read it. You gotta read into it. I think nah. on a surface level, it's not a diss, but come on, like coming from Nikki, if that's coming from, in my opinion, it's different if Nikki is receptive to Cardi B. When Cardi B, when Bodak Yellow hit number one, you know what I'm saying? Niggas have to pressure Nikki to send out that congratulatory tweet. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was weeks after that shit was number one, and we get. Oh, congratulate! Whatever, like weak ass bullshit she gives exactly. uh, of a tweet. You know what I'm she didn't like, even give her props for in- invasion of privacy. I mean, it wasn't even like she said, "Oh, great." I mean, every rapper was sitting over here like bigging Cardi up during her uh, debut, and Nicki Minaj just fucking silent. And as we talked about, I think it was the last episode about how she has the she has the the reins to actually put on up and coming artists that was a perfect opportunity for her to hug and embrace cardi but she did the same shit that Lil kim did to her it was just like uh nah i'm the queen and ain't nobody tapping me we, we, we know we know exactly what would happened if Nicki minaj would have congratulated cardi b for her album what everybody what would have happened everybody would Everybody would have been like, oh, Nicki Minaj is being fake. She's just doing what? it so people are like, you know oh, damn well no, that's how people nah. would have took that. I well, personally for me, I wouldn't have, took, I wouldn't have took it that way. Okay. That's, that's, the internet would have took it that that's way. That's what I'm I don't think so. My beef with Nicki, I am waiting on Nicki to embrace, not send out a tweet. I'm talking about fully embrace a new rap girl. She she's priding herself on having a, a female rap feature, but it's Foxy Brown. Foxy is a legend. Do not take what I'm about to say disrespectful. But who the fuck is checking for Foxy Brown in 2018? Nobody. Nobody. That Coco oh. Chanel song was trash. Okay, trash, trash. trash. Can, we, can we just can we take a moment to acknowledge that it is harder for female rappers to stay like relevant right now? Missy Elliott. Not, maybe not. Miss, not Missy right Elliott now. At, during Missy Elliott's peak, from the time she started to her peak, she featured ten, ten. Female rappers on her tracks. Ten. Missy Elliott is more of like a producer. Like she brings in a lot of people, though. She does. She's like songwriter. She brings in a lot of people. I she's, gotta find that chart. It's she's a chart more, that tells you. She's more different. like you know songwriter. Like she's not a. I'm not gonna say that because she is a rapper. She's like she's a really good rapper, honestly. But we can agree that it, it is harder for female rappers to kind of stay relevant. And I can see from 
maybe not from Nicki Minaj's perspective, but from the people that make money off of Nicki Minaj, if I'm them, I'm not going to be the first female rapper to be like, hey, let's try to put some other female rapper on because for the most part, once another female rapper becomes hotter, becomes more relevant, the older female rapper just kind of disappears. But you That's how it is for females. Nikki, but this, it's, it's harder. But so, Nikki has solidified herself in this game for 10 plus years. So Lil Kim did that too. And what, but, and what but about but it? But at the same time, Lil Kim, Lil Kim was popping. You still had Foxy Brown. They were beefing amongst each other as well. Right. You had... Um, Where are they at now? Yeah. Like, no one's checking for them right now. No. Who's the female artist that we're checking for right now in the last 10 years? It has Nicki Minaj. Niggas That's do it. it all the time. Kanye, nah, Kanye, just stepped, Kanye just stepped out and endorsed Lil Pump. So you tell me because... He's Kanye, a man. He's a man. He can do that. So, so why, why can't Minaj women do that? Why can't we demand why can't she do that? Because right. hip-hop is... Why a, can't we demand it? I know why. I know you're saying from the past. Yeah, why I, can't I, we demand that shit now? now. Why can't right. we change we, shit now? We can. We can. I can just understand as if I'm Nicki Minaj or her camp. I don't want to be but the Nicki has to all just in case. Little, just Kim, little, case. Little Kim had had spurts of being number one during her reign. Nikki has consistently been number one for about 10 fucking years. I think it's possible. I think it's possible for her to do it. I think Nick I think Nikki Minaj could legitimately put out like a feature with any female rapper and she would not lose any like tour dollars, album sales. I believe that. I'm just saying if I'm someone who she makes can. money, I would be nervous. I I, I feel like it's it's fair to say that I, that they would be nervous about doing that just because of the history of rap. Like, rap but she's is... Not, but she's not going to... My argument is she's not going to go away. What I, agree, I agree with that. I agree with that. Set in stone. We're going to forever know who Nicki Minaj is. I if agree. When I stop making music today, we'll know forever know. My kids will know it. My grandkids will know it because she's made those marks. But what, like, what is it? Why can't you throw that energy out to a new girl? Like, perfect example. We talked about Cupcake. We talked about Cash Doll. We talked about... All these girls that literally, I'm not saying that Nicki Minaj co-sign is then going to wash Nicki Minaj away, but it's like, right. oh shit, I'm going to actually go play a cupcake song. Thank you, Nicki. Like, niggas are going to say thank you, Nicki, not Nicki right. who. Nicki Remy play. did it. I mean, Remy brought out Cash Doll. Remy uh, yeah, what was that, that Summer Jam? She did a whole fucking set and niggas right. went crazy for it. And she, and, she, and she also embraced Cardi B. I mean, she, she showed love. Why can't Nicki do it? Okay, well, no, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll ask this. Just, just I don't know if I'm. Nobody was like, "Oh, Remy's hating on Cardi on the low." Like, no, it was just she was like, "Go ahead, you I got, I got it, man." I don't know if it's playing devil's advocate, but I mean, why is it on Nikki to do this? You know what I'm saying? Like, because because Cardi, she doesn't do it. Cardi B didn't put any female rappers on her album. Cardi City B. Girls didn't put any female rappers on their album. Rhapsody didn't put any female rappers on. Their no, album. but Trina co-signed City Girls. Though. Well, Paul, no, let's run so, that. Back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer that question straight up. What female rappers did Nicki Minaj have on her introductory album? I'm not asking anybody on their introductory album to feature or to quote unquote put on a girl. But if you've been in a crown, you got the crown on your head for ten fucking years, and you can't. Funk Flex asked her that on Queen's Radio today. He said, "If you're the queen, who is the princess of rap?" And Nicki Minaj could not give him one fucking rap girl. Oh my god, get she's the fuck out of here! Like, <laughs> tell me, like this shit happened today. That's she, crazy. Come on. Oh yeah, she's mad. She's I'm big not, mad about Cardi. I'm not. I'm not asking like Rhapsody to put anybody on, but I mean, no female rappers ain't really working with each other though, are they? Unless, unless I missed it. I'm not saying that I've listened to every 
female rapper out there, but what is, what is the female collab song that's out there right now? Like that's, like like Remy like, Ma got a song with uh what's her face? Granted, it's trash. Mariah Lynn, <laughs> hip hop. Like <laughs> okay, you got so Mariah Lynn, <laughs> you got Cardi B. I mean not Cardi B. Uh, what's her face? Uh, Trina did a song with City Girls. Lil Kim just did a dream song, a uh, dream doll feature like a. Uh, that just released earlier exactly. this week. Yeah, like I'm not saying the shit gotta be popping. I ain't even gotta say that Nikki gotta co-sign a dope ass artist. She can troll us and, and give us some trash. I'm just saying, Nikki, you got a voice. Clearly, you got a voice. You got your this right. own, like your own radio platform. This shit's called Queen Radio, and I can't name you outside of today. Outside of today, when Funk Flex did his own shit, that Nikki's played any other any other artist on her fucking radio station. Yeah, like no. come on, like yeah. you got a platform, and literally every time I think we are on episode eight or nine of Queens Radio, and you continuously play your music. I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying I don't I don't expect to turn on Queen Radio and not hear Nikki, but Nikki, come on, man, like that's all I'm asking. Oh I don't think I don't think that's too much to ask from a veteran a veteran female MC. That's nope. not much to ask for. It's it's not much it's not much to ask from her. But I can I can understand why she wouldn't, or the people around her. I can understand why they wouldn't. I think they should. For the record, I think that she should. But do this. why? I, I, it's not clear to me. So maybe you got to break it down for me because why? Okay, because if in the, like for like the last couple of decades, female rappers don't have this long of a lifespan as far as being relevant, as far as being on the charts, being. You know, getting their songs on the radio, like Kim will have a year or two here, Trina here, year or two there. You know, Remy Ma here and there. Nicki Minaj has been a constant for almost ten years, and if she were to put on someone like Cardi B, someone that was like bubbling, someone that had a number one track, number one song in the, in, the, in America, for her to put Cardi B on and be like, "Hey, y'all should go listen to Cardi B," there might be a side of her that's like, "Okay." If I put on Cardi B, that means Cardi B is the number one female rapper right now. If she and that did put means- Cardi B on, and Cardi B's currently right now the number one female rapper right now. She's not the number one female rapper. How? Who, who is? Who? Right. Because she definitely Minaj is a better Nikki. rapper. Is a better rapper. If we're talking straight rapping, like Cardi we're talking, is not we're, on talk, that- we're talking about taking control of a year. You can always argue lyrics down, but Cardi B is the number one rapper from the latter half of 2017 going into 2018, where she yeah. is currently still dominating. Cardi B is popping right now. Nicki Minaj has been popping for a decade. You know what I'm saying? Again, like, but, you, but oh, people were saying that's, that's all I'm saying. Me. Like, well, I'm not gonna sit here. I'm not gonna sit here and give Cardi B the crown off of one hot year. You know what I'm saying? But, that we don't do that. You but it doesn't mean. Time. But that's you the easy you know space for her to. Though. You do yeah. it with the niggas though. No, you we do don't. It, you do it with the niggas. Though. Come on. We that crap. That crown, putting, putting, around, that crown floats around. That crown floats around in the in the. So are we saying Takashi Six Nine is the king of rap out over Drake? Over Kendrick? No, we're not doing that. Because Takashi just he's got here. Not, because he's not. That's ass. Nothing. He's popping. It, has, popping it has nothing. It has nothing to do when quote unquote when you come into the game. I mean, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of new boys. It's better than Takashi Six Nine in my opinion. Okay, but, but we're not. But we're not putting them over established artists that do this, like Drake and Kendrick, like that do numbers that rap. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Nicki, Nicki Minaj. But prior prior to this album. Nicki Minaj had not had an album out in what four, four or five years. But she had a hella features, hella features, lots of features. 
She was on her under three thousand. I forgot. You know, we let Ghost right in now. Features determine your your stature and hip. I'm just saying, but she okay. stayed. But she I, stayed relevant. She did features to stay relevant while she's not doing her album. Do some features. Keep your name out there. Drake does it. Okay. I mean, he does. Okay. That's what you do. Because it, because at the end of the day, you're not making. If, if I'm like. That's not. We 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 just bigged up Rick Ross. We just bigged up. Uh, well, we didn't really big up Birdman, but we'll just <laughs> use Rick Ross. Like we just said, Rick Ross established himself as an artist. We fucked with the Port of Miami and Teflon done all these great albums, and then he put his name behind people. And like I said, just because I love Rick Ross, I'm and again, Rocky. This is not no diss, but that's not necessarily me. I'm gonna press play on a Rocky a Rocky Fresh song. But the fact that I know Rick Ross put some up behind him, like mm, maybe, maybe I'll check it out. Maybe I don't have to. The thing is, but if Nikki, if Nikki says, "Hey, go listen to Young and May," you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, uh, "I may try it. I may press." Like it's still, I I can do it or I cannot do it. It doesn't say that if I put my neck out and say, "Hey, you popping?" or "I like this artist," that you're immediately going to take my spot. I I pick up podcasts and, and other platforms all the time. It's a, it's a lane for everybody. I, I understand what you're saying, but like like you were and Cy were talking about earlier, women don't have a big voice in hip hop. Y'all are just kind of getting y'all's voice. When we talk about like the gatekeepers to hip hop, who are the females? Who are the black females that are that are in that space? Who's the who's the Charlemagne's? Who's Kim. the You got Lil Kim who in who endorses? No, no, no. The I'm talking about people. I'm talking about I'm talking about like radio personalities. The, the DJs, stuff like that. People that will put the the general public onto somebody. Who's the female Ebro? Who's the female DJ Envy or, or or Big Boy on the West Coast? Women women haven't had that voice in hip hop. They're just kind of now getting that getting that space to be able to express themselves more. Like you, y'all were saying, like who is the the black woman that's out there speaking for female rap? There's not. There's not that many of them there, and there haven't been. I think if back in the 90s, if there was like, you know, we got Hot 97 that has these two guys and this female, and then there's a, a combating radio station that's like two females and one guy, and you can get that female voice uh, amplified a little bit more, I think 2018 would be different because you would have more women speaking about female rappers, and the more women voices that are out there, the more women rappers would feel comfortable like just being able to be out there but it's just a bunch of dudes it's like all right well we like the way Lil kim look she fucks with biggie so she's good everybody else y'all can't hang with us so and so in my opinion because and and quote me if i'm wrong i want to know in your opinion why was it at one time you could have an mc light you can have a queen latifah you can have a foxy brown you can have a little Kim, which were beefing at the time. You can have an Angie Martinez. You can have a Lisa Lefty Lopez. All coexist at the same time. They made their own moves. You had a, a meal with Jay Z. Um, like you have all these people that can coexist at this one time, right? And they still had beefs. I just told you that that Foxy and Kim was. They was, to be honest, this Cardi B and Lil Kim beef ain't got shit on that beef back there. You know, like how is it that that they could coexist? Beef still exists, and you still had five, six, seven, eight girls that you can go play at any given time, but now it has to be one. I honestly don't know because 
Because of the women women that are aligning themselves in that role. You got people like Nicki Minaj who can't see past her self-accolades. If you, I feel like if you are really about women empowerment, and this is what this quote-unquote queen movement is supposedly about with Nicki Minaj, like as a queen, the fact that she did her first episode of Queen Radio and she invited celebrities, she had Kelly Rowland in there, she had Winnie, uh, I, I don't know her last name, but she's a model. She had all these women up there and not one rap girl, not one girl that ever rapped. She had Kim Kardashian up there. Right. You had not one rap girl. That's because Nikki is so in her own mind that she can't see past that. If she just, like I said, I'm not asking Nikki to give bitches free features. I'm not asking Nikki to put them on every motherfucker, like every interview to mention them. But if Nikki just put her foot down behind one girl, do you not understand how far the female rap culture can go. And the fact that, and I'm not picking at you specifically, but because you said it, we have people like you and people who think like how you are portraying right now on the show to think that um, they can't necessarily like, what's the words I'm looking for? I lost my train of thought in the middle of my damn sentence. I hate <laughs> But it's just like, well, you got people like you that limit, like it has to just be no, one bitch no, no, or no, you. No. Right. That's not the way I think, but that's just the way it's I'm, 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 I'm saying you because, you because you're playing that side in the middle. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm, but that's how it's been, though. Like for the last 10 years. Though. The last 10 years, it's been Nicki Minaj. That's it. That's and that's like, unfortunate. That's what because it's been. Now like, there's a new bitch in town. Like, Shout out to Cardi B. Like, if, if honestly, if, if I'm a fan of female rappers, it shouldn't be. Cardi B shouldn't be who Nicki Minaj should be worried about. It should be Rhapsody because Rhapsody is a better rapper. Why isn't Rhapsody? Why isn't Rhapsody in these discussions? Why don't we talk about Rhapsody? Rhapsody. Everybody knows that Rhapsody can rap her ass off. That's but but we don't talk about Rhapsody. Why we we talk with same conversation from last week? Why do we talk about Eminem and not Sahara the Prince, John Connor? Like because they, they're not marketable. I'm, I love Rhapsody. I Rhapsody's it. album was Grammy nominated. That's a big deal. You could, you should okay. be able to market that. How, did, how can you? She's got Jay Z. She signed to Jay Z's label. What is Jay like? She signed to big names. Rhapsody's just not some let's, independent let's, artist. Let's just say she's also signed his management, not necessarily his label. She has what Ninth Ninth Wonder Beats also. Like she's she's moving. With, she's got she got a Kendrick feature. She was on his album, like but, she's but out in the here. Same, but in the same breath, Rhapsody has come out and said to herself, "She's not." I mean, I, I'm not gonna say she doesn't want to be big. Let me not say. Let me not misquote her. But she's not looking to use gimmicks to get attention, to put towards her music. Because let's think about it. Like Queen, we we had a, our, our podcast about Queen. Queen is a good rap album, but a lot of these antics are for us to go listen to Queen. You know what I'm saying? A lot of. Uh, Cardi B's Instagram posts and the way she moves on social media. That's for us to pay attention to the music. Like, Rashi just doesn't want to feed into that. If you fuck with her music, you fuck with it. She's going to continue to do that. And if, if not, it's not. You can't. Like, that's like the Migos. Let's look at the Migos. Offset and Quavo are always out. You never see Takeoff. Takeoff has just as much ability and skill and market, marketability, but he doesn't physically want to be out there. You can't make anybody be a star if they don't want to be a star. Right. Right. And I'm sure Rhapsody isn't trying to do all the antics that it takes to become popular. So she's fine with her lane. Like, I, a shout out to her and her performance on Black Girls Rock yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Rocking the, the Bob uh, Platts. I, I just don't, I just don't understand <laughs> how Rhapsody is not marketable when Cardi B and Nicki Minaj are pretty because much. Because she's same, not showing ass. Not, she's not selling sex. She's selling thought. That's but, it. But, but, but niggas claim that they, that, that, that's not what they want. They claim they want bars. That's what we, that's what we claim to want, right? 
She's not a gimmick. She's not but gimmick. Let me, let do me, we want bars or not? Let me ask you this. What Rhapsody song, if we're in a club, what Rhapsody song would come on? Um, shit, it was on. Let me look. I, I know I, I know the song. The song she did a video for. This is a single. It was Grammy nominated. Let me look it up so I can get the name. But she has uh, a song that wisdom? can be, She has a song that can be played on the radio. Um, I'm just I'm just saying I I feel like a lot and and again this is no knock at Rhapsody I think I, I'm not disagreeing with you but I'm Sassy. just saying Sassy's the name of the song. Oh, that was a Grammy nominated that's a song. Yeah, that was Grammy nominated. That's the song that you can play in the radio or on the radio in the club. I don't I I just don't agree that an artist as capable as Rhapsody is not marketable. I don't I'm not buying that in the age where you don't have to listen to the radio. To hear like good music, I don't understand how Rapsy is not marketable. Like I've seen her in commercials. Like she's on, isn't she on the NBA 2K soundtrack or in one of their commercials? And Rapsy is marketable. You can market um, a rapper like Rapsy. Yeah, you can, but it's not gonna re- reach a mass audience. She's if, not if, with hip hop being pop at the moment. She's not. Maybe if this yeah, was right, like back Rhapsody, in the nineties, Rhapsody's not making a "I like it like that" or right. or super bass. She's not doing. She's right. not gonna water down. She does, she's not even. I don't even. Know, I can't even say she has great hooks. She just has great <laughs> verses. She has great raps. I fuck with Rhapsody heavy, but she don't. She don't focus her time on the hooks and trying to make the the radio records. That's not what she do. You don't need that in 2018. You that's Nobody's, everything you need. That's the, we're uh, talking about that, that's what you need for like the little kids. But you, yeah, we're, talk, which, we're talking again, about marketing. Like, the didn't you people. say you are the, didn't you say hip hop is yeah? You said hip hop's a young man's sport. Exactly, it is, but she's not rapping like the young kids. So you need to market her to older people, <laughs> which are not buying music. They're stuck in whatever ways they are. They already have their faves, and that's what they're exactly. going to. They're not older baby. people. That's that's like scientifically proven. Like older people are not really flexing to try new shit at a certain age point. So I try, they, I try new stuff all the time, though. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah. so, yeah. we kind of got off topic. Well, not really, but really. Um, shout out to Cardi B is all I'm saying. She threw that shoe. She was out of there. <laughs> and invasion probably still bumps. Oh, because I forget. And it. she still got a Tom Ford deal after that. So every, and her, I feel and like everybody's oh, she ruined her career. She'll never fuck that. She's still coming back to New York Fashions Week. She's yeah. still getting her coins. Everybody record. who Cardi was yeah. Cardi day one. I think that was my argument. It's just like how we, and I say we, I'm using everybody that's very supportive of Cardi B. Like we fell in love with the fact that she was quote unquote real, that she was street, that she was this ghetto bitch. And then when the ghetto bitch start acting like a ghetto bitch, y'all want to say hold up, like. And nobody says this about the niggas though. Nobody, don't nobody. uh, When when niggas get caught with guns at the fucking airport, like idiots and everything else, like nobody. Nobody says their career is over. So why is it when a female pop off like it's she threw it's a shoe? It wasn't like she shot the bitch. Like it's, it's <laughs> almost like shoe. it's almost like there's a double standard in hip hop. Right. And for the record, I don't think this was bad for any of their careers. I think Hell this was no. a good look for Nikki and a good look for. Kanye. I told you all publicity is good publicity. Yeah. Yeah. They like to say bad, it is not, but it is. Um, but so we kind of talked about what happened, what transpired as far as with Cardi B afterwards. She released a statement, and I want to start with Cardi first because I feel like with the Nikki, I gotta go through this thread. But um, as Summertime said, she had a show with Tom Ford. 
she went out there, she killed it. She put, they actually put out a, um, a lipstick, a Cardi B lipstick, which sold out in. So mad. I wanted that blue. Like, uh, I don't, I don't even know if they gave a time frame, but yeah, it just sold out really quick. But after maybe about an hour after everything unfolded on Saturday, Cardi B released this statement and I'm going to read it. It's still on her Instagram page. If you guys don't hear everything, but she said, I let a lot of shit slide. I let you sneak diss me. I let you lie on me. I let you attempt to stop my bags. Fuck up the way I eat. You've threatened other artists in the industry, told them if they work with me, you'll stop fucking with them. I let you talk big shit about me. I addressed you once in person. I addressed you a second time in person. And every time you cop the plea. But when you mention my child, you chose, excuse me, you choose to like comments about me as a mother, make comments about my abilities to take care of my daughter is when all bets are fucking off. I've worked too hard and come too far to let anybody fuck with my success. Bitches talking all that shit in their raps, but in real life, they pussy. This shit is really for entertainment. So I read all that to, to ask, how do we feel about Cardi B's statement? Like I personally, I, um, I retweeted this and I put this on my Twitter and I, I underlined the li- the lines about uh, the attempting to steal backs because t- from my knowledge, and again, the people in that thread enlighten me on other people, but from my knowledge, Cardi B is not the first person to say this. We've heard Ruby Ma say this. We even heard Kay Michelle, who's not even a female rapper, say this. Right. So, you know, and in, in my tweet, I was like, these are the people that I heard say this, and I'm starting to believe there's some truth to it. So with Cardi's statement, how do you how are you guys feeling? Like, do you think Cardi? I feel the same way. I feel like Nikki um behind the scenes does some dirt shit, which is why I called her a bird. Because everybody can be saying this and it not be true. I mean, this can't be like Oh, everybody just decides to pick the same lie. Like, nah. Because didn't she have another run in with the R&B singer? Um, not Eric Dillinger. Um, what's his face? Uh, he kind of falls along the same lines of uh, Eric Dillinger. Jason uh, No, 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 no. He's like the. <laughs> nah, nah. He's like one of them R&B niggas. Like the Tory, Tory Lanez. I think she had a song with like Tory Lanez or some shit. Oh, okay. One of them niggas. And like he 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 and she asked her like take a verse off or something. And now she stopped fucking with him and she started acting funny on some same shit. Like trying to stop bags. And it's like, come on, G, for real. Like you so, really finna do this? So, so you call you call Nicki Minaj a bird for trying to stop people's bags by uh, you know, yes. blocking or whatnot. Would you consider Aretha Franklin a bird also? Whoa, she did. So I ain't gonna say what I gotta say. <laughs> right, that's disrespectful, Marcus. I'm, at, I'm asking, people. is is is, is Aretha no. Franklin a bird? Because uh, her, but Aretha, but Nicki Minaj ain't Aretha Franklin though. The by, well, she she beat Aretha's record. She beat Aretha record. Like her, oh, her no, talent, no, like her get talent. the fuck out of here! You can't <laughs> ne- you can't never compare no Nick. You can't compare okay. Nicki Minaj to Aretha. Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. The biographer for Aretha Franklin said that Aretha did that her career. Like she, during her career, she made it a point to, when she saw some up and coming R&B singer or good soul singer, she would try to block them. She would try to take their songs. She would try to no, like, that's still grimy. she did it. I mean, well, it, it, is that, is that this, definition, Aretha Franklin, God rest her soul, is a fucking bird. Boom. I mean, is, is it, is it, is this, a, is this a Nicki Minaj thing or is this just the music industry? Cause people have accused Beyonce of this too. 
They, they, I've never heard anybody no, say that. They, they, said, they said Beyonce will take uh, writing credits. I ain't never said, heard that. Yeah, nah. I've heard. I've heard that Beyonce got a Marie to, out the paint. Like a Marie is to not be a like, I'm not. I'm not about to hop. I'm not about to show up to your performance, or I'm not about to do this if 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 this other artist is coming, or I'm not about to like no. I mean, Aretha Franklin stopped a lot of bags. I mean that, it's that, still I mean it's still a grimy act like I mean no matter who I, does it and I guess that's that's just my thing is I don't know I don't think it's just a Nicki Minaj issue I just think that's the music industry people are trying like don't we always hear about how the music industry is shady there's all these backhanded backdoor deals people are stealing each other's money stealing publishing that shit don't make it right it doesn't that's but that's think. but that's what it is right now like no, but it, but it's you know what it is. It's people. It's people who think like that. That's why the shit keeps going. How that's you why stop, you you can't. There's some things that's gonna be hard to stop. Like it's that's been All going right. on. It's gonna be. It's going to be hard to stop that. And, and, and I'm not saying that it's right. I'm just saying that's what it is. I mean, that's I the music like, industry right now. I still think it's grimy. Time. It is grimy. It is grimy. But Aretha's, Aretha was doing it in the 60s, 50s, and 60s, and it's still yeah. going on. Like I'm shocked. But that shit still grab me. And I just, I mean, especially when everybody, and my, here's my thing is that I don't care if that's how things are right now. Nikki, like Tribbles was saying, Nikki has the power to change that shit. And especially with it being females and us not already in our voices heard, motherfuckers don't respect us, da 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 da. Like, the first, especially if you're talking about you are about women empowerment, that's the first thing you should do is try to figure out how can you help bring up the next generation or how can you, you know what I'm saying, help the next person succeed. That's what makes you a real woman. That's that's why she's a bird because she's not influ- she's not empowering the people around her. She's not empowering the people that are coming up after her, the people that look up to her. She's just like, fuck y'all. Like, I'm the queen. Can't nobody come stop me. And it's like, you've already solidified your... Um, your imprint and hip hop already. Let somebody else come through. Get collaborate with them. Why are you trying to stop their bag because they look like they defend and surpass you, and they're not because she's only had one album. I would like to see how if if Cardi B is able to claim the top spot for female rappers. I would like to see what she does. I would like to see if she does try to bring up another female rapper. Or I'd like to see if she does. I'm confident that she would. Um, that's all. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I can't speak. I can't. It's speak easy to say it now, but I'd like to see it when it happens. I'd, I'd like to see what she does. I and just then, want to see. I would, like, I would like all these people who are talking about Nikki needs to do this, Nikki needs to do that. If Cardi B doesn't do it, what are we I'm giving, say I'm, giving her this, I'm giving her the same energy. I'm we giving got to. We have to. Not, like this is the thing. Like I, I personally prefer Cardi B's music over Nicki Minaj, but I, I only got one fave. His name's Sean Corey Carter. Like everybody else, gonna get the same kind of treatment as, as anybody in the industry. So, I mean, if we get to year ten and Cardi's still at number one and she hasn't introduced the next rap girl or haven't, you know, given the anybody some credit, I'm having the same fucking energy. Yeah, that's it. It, it, it is, is about the principle. Yeah, yeah. and so, I'm interested. I, and, I would and, like to see Nicki just, if anything, just embrace women. Period. Like, period. I mean the the whole Queen's radio rollout with all the feet. I first of all, I've never seen Nikki hang out with any of them bitches. Yeah. So that all that shit was just like, oh, okay, <laughs> just for show. Cause she ain't hung out with none of them in, in real life. Like with Beyonce, you know Beyonce got female dancers. Her whole team is women. She backs that shit up with the check. How much of Nikki's team is actually women? Like 
how much is she actually putting on for women in industry period? Not even just rap, but just industry period. Ain't none. I, I don't see it. I agree. What, what, you, what you got to say? Sniffles is the only one been. I I agree. I, I'm I, I'm expecting a uh, Cardi B <laughs> with a female rapper feature within the next year. I'm not saying it has to be on her album, but I would like to hear it because if it if it never comes, like that's hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how hard it is to be a female rapper on top. It's tough to do that. So we'll see. We'll see what she does. I, we'll see what she does. It's a wait. We're waiting and seeing. So. Yeah, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Hopefully, it comes soon so we can have content and we can bash you again. <laughs> but um, so we talked about Cardi B and how she kind of moved forward from the situation and what's going on in her life. But today, I had the pleasure of sitting through. I think I sat through about three hours, maybe. It, it went on longer. I just cut it off. Of Queen's Radio today. Um, I put a little thread on my Twitter. So if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's it's underscore tribbles. That's two B's and a Z at the end. Um, I did a thread of what she said pretty pretty much throughout the the episode, and what I'm noticing about Nikki is a lot of strategic marketing. Nikki comes out the gate with the heat, like she's just gonna be loud, and whatever you came for, she's gonna deliver it within that like first thirty minutes, and then you're gonna like sit there for the rest of the show, kind of like bleeding through to continue to because you you're, you're thinking she's gonna come hard again, but. Um, right off the bat, she played a video that has been circulating on Twitter for a while where uh, Cardi B said that kids are off limits. Wait, well, I'm going to read the tweets. It says Cardi B gave y'all sad ass story saying kids are off limit, justifying her bringing violence to a multi-million dollar prestigious New York Fashion Week event. Side note, this was written by Barb. Um After she talked about someone's dead kid and uh, she set up a film excuse me, she set up and filmed a video saying this and they, um, and Nicki Minaj essentially played the video where she just, you know, essentially said, ain't no limits in rap beef. I mean, again, like for me, I'm just going to kind of give my thoughts on that one particular video. I think it's different when you, when you, when you don't have kids, it's a lot of things that I think about my potential and future kids, things that I'm said I'm going to do. And I'll probably do a complete 180 once they get here too, but you know, it is what it is. She then said that Cardi B is only popping because of sympathy and payola. I want to hear you guys feedback about that really quick before I continue um, the thread. So do you think Cardi B is only popping because she has the monster, which is Atlantic records and she has the quote unquote sympathy from casual listeners I'm, I'm gonna steal a phrase from south breeze he likes to talk about the battery and uh, cardi b definitely had the battery in her back okay. Do, would you agree that at the time when nikki first emerged into the game she had a battery as well at the beginning i don't think so no just because well uh, it's hard because she she was signed with Lil Wayne and Lil Wayne was the biggest rapper at that time. So to be next to him kind of puts you in a different kind of position. It puts a lot more eyes on you. And then you come out with the monster verse. That's, I mean, that puts you in a whole different level right there. So how, you, how are you feeling about the claims that Cardi is only popping um, because of payola and sympathy of casual rap listeners? Um, I don't know about the sympathy, sympathy part, 
I just think that Cardi is infectious because of her ratchet personality. And that's what people are like. I mean, she was like that when she before Love and Hip Hop. And she's like that after she got signed, after free post Love and Hip Hop. I think that's why people like her genuine like self. And she's not hiding for the fame. And she she's herself. She doesn't she's not faking it she is who she is and i think that's what her authenticity i think is what people like about her i just think that nikki doesn't like the fact that she got a team behind her and that you know she's not i think nikki has a a issue with people who don't write their own bars which is weird to me because she's such a stand for drake and obviously we know how that works but whatever um I, i just Think that she has issue with people who don't write their own bars and she she i mean everybody knows that that cardi was a label and like she had the engine of atlantic behind her but so i mean so do a lot of these people yeah that, i mean my argument is the music doesn't just because somebody pays millions of dollars to have a song played on the radio does not guarantee that people will still get, gravitate towards it um it's it's a few artists that I won't name that have that I'm pretty sure the label put them on my local radio station, but that doesn't mean I had to play that song. And um, just recently today, Cardi B, I guess this was her quote unquote rebuttal to Nicki Minaj's claim. She showed a video at the um, On the Run tour concert where DJ Khaled played Bodak Yellow and he you know cut the music and literally the whole arena was rapping Cardi B word for word. Like you heard them go. And I'm just like, you can use that payola claims, which everyone uses, but you can't guarantee that that music is going to stick. You know what I'm saying? Like, so right. yeah, but just a few more things. Um, Cause I really won't go necessarily through the whole thread. I'll just kind of get some to the big points. She uh, accused Nikki. I mean, excuse me, accused Cardi of stopping bags because uh, well, let me read the tweet. Nikki is now saying that Cardi is stopping bags at strip clubs because the strippers are sleeping with Offset. Mm. Mm. Um, Messy. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. An- another quote from this, from Queens Radio, you put your hands on certain people, you're going to die. I don't know if she's saying that about herself or just kind of giving Cardi a warning just in general. She never knows the next person she lunges at. Um... Also, we found out today, I don't know if it dropped yet, but the Barbie Dreams video is coming, shot, uh, and it's shot by Hype Williams. Um, let's see what else was on here. According to Nikki, for legal reasons, she couldn't address anything that went on at the incident during Fashion Week, so we didn't really get, like, TT on the situation because, again, she's saying legal reasons i don't know what those legal reasons are oh, she's gonna sue cardi well i saw a report earlier that she said she wasn't gonna press charges so i don't really know what the quote-unquote legal reasons are but that's what she said today um mm. she also said that she told cardi b you have to have thick skin in this industry oh i yes. know she's not talking um, i this- know Nicki minaj is not talking about having thick skin okay i'm sorry i didn't um, see i didn't see Nicki minaj throw a shoe with nobody Oh, she just did it on Twitter because she has Twitter fingers, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and I've also haven't heard I haven't heard a diss track from Cardi. Cardi I haven't heard a diss track Cardi, from Nikki. Haven't heard right. She's throwing, but she's throwing like like you like y'all said. She, you, you keep saying that Nikki's clearly throwing shots at Cardi on her album. Like this is what I this is what I want at this point. I need Cardi to get in the studio, drop some bars. Put it on she, dropped, she dropped bars on Who Wants to Smoke. Those were those were direct shots at Nicki Minaj. 
We'll pull those lyrics up in a second. Give me a second. I gotta get I gotta get out of the I gotta get out of this thread really quick. Um let's see. I have no beef with this is a direct quote from Nikki. I don't have I have no beef with offset, but I have to be a voice for these women. Um, and she's referring to the strippers. This is not about offset, this is about hurt women. This is the energy that she was giving off today. That was the alleged. Um, I have never stopped any bags, especially not yours. That is what she told Cardi. Um, I think that was about it because then I got tired. Like, but to see the the complete thread, there's a lot more tweets in there that didn't necessarily have anything to do with Nikki. I mean, with Cardi that you know you guys would want to hear about. So make sure you follow me on Twitter. I'll probably pin it to my um make it my pinned tweet so it's easier to find for you guys. But I don't know. Queen, Queen's Radio today was very interesting. Um, uh, also, T.S. Madison, who was a friend of Nicki Minaj, called into the show. And she kind of had the same energy that you have, Marcus. Uh, she said, put it on wax. Like, she was like, basically told Nicki she needs to put out that hit him up record. And Nicki laughed. I don't know if that was a laugh of, like, it's coming or laughing because I don't want to talk about this, but Oh, she's probably gonna sneak this because I mean, yeah. I'm ready for direct bars because, and and I finally got the lyrics pulled up, Marcus. It Cardi B <clears throat> on "Who Wants the Smoke," which is a little Yachty song, and it features her and I think Offset's on here as well. Um, get that AARP or get the I mean, or this AR gets a fire. Like, I don't. I feel like that was a shot at Nicki Minaj. Uh, they don't want no smoke with me. These diamonds is choking me. Let me see. I I feel like I get the money. I I get um I am the king of New York and I rock a sew and weave. Like that was a that was a direct shot. If I'm a New York rapper and it's a woman telling me that she's the king of New York and you know Nikki calls herself the queen. Yeah. If I'm any outside of Nicki Minaj, if I'm any rapper, if I'm a young MA, if I'm a Takashi 69, if I'm a A Boogie, any any grown woman telling me that she's the king of New York. I, oh, I, I'm I, in the booth. I, I don't I, think I'm very serious. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But uh, Cardi B was mad enough to throw a shoe. I do not want to read your Instagram uh, notes. Get in the booth. I don't want to hear it. I don't want well, to read. Why, what you have why to we say. know that that's not? We know that that's not. That's not happening. But why Nikki can't get in the booth? Because the only thing Nikki's been doing to me is getting on Queen Radio and uh, yelling and, and uh, yelling Nick, to freedom and dropping bombs. Nikki, Nikki is in Cardi's head at this point. Cardi B is out of control. She can't. Cause she's she's not. She, she's losing. She a, she's losing. She mentally. threw a show. She, she threw a shoe, so she's out of control. When literally, yes, you're out of control. If you're if you're out of fashion week and you throw a shoe at somebody, you have lost control. Yes. And so Cardi's not in, in Nikki's head by no means. Uh, is that is that what you're alluding as well? I think I think Nicki Minaj is playing her. Is is playing her? Get the fuck she's, out of here. She's playing her to get views to her <laughs> radio station. Get the fuck out of here, Nikki's Nikki's whole role. You live tweeted her radio show today. <laughs> You wouldn't have did that if that shoe wasn't thrown. No, I did that because I was requested to do that. So let's not let's not do that. Let's <laughs> if that not, shoe, let's not okay, okay. Let's not let's not do that. Were again. they requesting it because that. if that shoe wasn't thrown, do you get that same request? Because what is there to talk about if that shoe wasn't thrown? About I don't know. I, I have been asked to re- to live tweet Queen Radio since like episode four or five. So I, and we're and we're at, and we're at eight. Okay, I get that, but there's a lot of people that, that listen to Queen Radio today because of that shoe. Because Cardi threw a shoe. Nikki's getting more views for her. Like Nikki's album came out almost a month or two but ago. It's not, but it's not turning about into Queen. Album, it's not turning into they're talking about Queen Radio. They're not talking about that album. 
I don't care how many times she you runs said good publicity. Life. You said publicity is good publicity. All publicity is good publicity. But She's it's not turn- all of it. Yeah, but it's not turning into ticket sales or album sales. So is it really working? Publicity is good publicity. I'm going off of what you say. That's no, what you I, say. But, but, it should, but it should lead to something. This Cardi B throwing a shoe and then she has a sold out uh, makeup lipstick, line or, lipstick yeah. or whatever. Like that's a direct correlation of good and or bad publicity being good. I mean, well, good or bad things being good publicity. Just because Queen's Radio getting listens, that's not transforming into you get having a, a sold out or a close to sold out. She doesn't leg get on money for She had to cancel her whole tour. Yeah, like, come on. She doesn't, like, she doesn't get bar- any money for the Queen's Radio? She doesn't get money for that? The bar- Listen, put it, but it but it doesn't translate to her going on tour. The Barbs is only paying a little $10 that tour, that tour That tour was rescheduled like a month ago, so that's old stuff. I'm talking about Queen's oh, Radio. Oh, that was old stuff. Oh, my God. You're talking about, we're talking about right, what happened. This is, this is. Are we talking about what happened at Fast Week or are we talking about what happened a month ago? Like, you're talking about this publicity not correlating to anything. That shoe so was who, thrown. So, the so, shoe so was, who hey, really the shoe was, the fight? Because after the fight, um, Cardi got uh, a lipstick that was sold out. Nikki got uh, what? Nothing. Wait, well, Still a number what two are, album. What, what it's not like her people? album soared to number one. What are the what are the views? What are the numbers for her Queen radio show compared to last week? But what does that translate into? That's what I'm saying. Like, listens, people are listening to her speak. She could turn this into a Sirius XM radio deal or TV show. Who knows what you could parlay this into? I don't know. It's not going to end up in nothing. And I guarantee you, if Nicki Minaj has a new song that comes out or a new album that comes out, people are going to check it out. Like, we're not going to sit. We're not going to sit here and act like we're not going to sit here and act like Queen was a flop. Let's not do that. No, it was, nobody's saying it was a flop. It did a good, it did Queen, good. Queen's, but. Not, Queen's not a flop. Queen is to give Queen its credit. I think it just went gold earlier last week or earlier this week or something like that. It went well. It's Monday, so it had to be last week. It went gold. Yeah. Um, but I mean, and this is good for Cardi too because when Cardi puts out a single, everybody's gonna check it out to see if she's dissing Nicki. Everybody wins. At the end of the I day, don't see how. I, I, I personally don't see how Nicki wins from this. But other than seemingly being unbothered, but I mean, whatever. I mean, she's kind of. I haven't. I haven't listened to it. I kind of. I kind of listened to it. Three hours on this girl today. That ain't. That's not a. Per, that's not a person of unbotheredness because I would have spoke on it. I get you a little thirty, maybe forty-five minutes. You speak on it, but you kept coming back to it for me to be unbothered. So she says. She I didn't listen to that. I didn't listen to the episode. I don't. I personally don't care for. I don't care for Nikki at all. But I especially don't care for media Nikki. So. Mm-hmm. I, I I wouldn't listen to the whole shit anyway. <laughs> Media Nikki is cool if I don't have to hear fucking Nicki Minaj songs every time she takes a break. All the time. I thought <laughs> it was just one of the episodes when, no, when the album no, came out, but no, and then no. she then she requests like her mixtape song. Like it's like the whole shit is just Nicki Minaj, and at some point it just gets monotonous. So, um, I'll, I'm interested to see what she's going to continue to do with Queen Radio. I'm interested to see if we could get these ladies in the booth because I want it to be known that like not only are both sets of fans fucking crazy because this is why we're here um but Nick <laughs> right this was <laughs> but, like Pac and Biggie like the fans really started this the shit. fans did it but like you, you know Nikki has street people in the streets and so does Cardi and I don't want it to come to people who we don't even know about you know at this moment it coming to something yeah. over nothing really like this I mean that's it's true. It does. Entertainment, but once you break it down, they're really speaking yeah. about absolutely nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing but respect. But we all know in the hip hop game, respect is everything. So 
it's earned yeah it is it is i think both artists have 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 earned their respect in the own right though i mean even though i'm not a huge nikki fan as far as her just personality and the way she moves she's she gets the respect from a you know mc standpoint and hip-hop artists i mean nobody can take that away from her but I think it's just funny how she is her saying about Cardi being sensitive when she's probably one of the more sensitive artists we have out here. Like Nikki's super sensitive, so I don't get it. But yeah, yeah it's, I mean it's a lot of um, what's that contradictory on both sides. I, yeah. I think that's what I also wanted to point out too um, is that like and like I said before, I'm I prefer Cardi's music over Nikki, but they both do dumb shit. They both do it, um, yeah. and. Unfortunately, at this current moment, Nikki's just on the short end of the stick. Like, Cardi got the wave. Oh my God. So, so, people are more inclined to turn the cheek. Did y'all see the day that it happened, though? Like, the comments, it was like you couldn't see a post without the Nikki and the Cardi B comments. I'm like, y'all have got to get better things to do with y'all lives as fans. It's entertainment. Yo, if you go on Cardi B's like, Instagram and go through the comments, like, it's nobody in her comments but Nikki fans. It's crazy. You can't even find her comments. Like unless unless they're like from celebrities, like or people, you know, with the verified check and they kind of put them first. But going through like regular people like you and I, Nikki fans or Nikki, you know, trolls or whatever. Yeah, this is a very strong beef, like from between fans. It's a, yeah, it's, I don't, it's really a I don't think we've seen beef. that in a while. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen I mean, even with the Drake and Pusha T beef, it wasn't like there was like a whole slew of Pusha T fans like spamming. Like it wasn't it was kind of like Drake fans or Aubrey's Angels just kind of going ham on social media. But I'm trying to think of like other beefs where the fan bases have gone at each other so heavy. Uh, I, like think, this. I think the last noted one, but it didn't spawn into anything, was the Beehive and the Rihanna Navy kind of going back and forth all the time. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah. But it, was I mean, it enough. doesn't spawn into anything because no, I, it doesn't. That, yeah, be right. Is that Beyonce and Rihanna never played into either one of those? Yeah, things. they tried to do that one, but you got two very emotional girls. Yeah, they fell for it, and so now we're here. But like I said, I'll be very interested to see what happens. I prayfully that we're gonna get it on wax. I'm I'm ready to dissect bars. Um, oh yeah, we'll see. We we just don't know. It's kind of the wait and see game. What happens? Um, yeah, I think that shit's it. We we gotta get out of here. I feel like we talked a lot. It's a very passionate. Cardi B and Nikki debate. And I think this is like the first episode in a while, like me and Summertime been on the same arc side of the argument. So I know. I think it, it's it because good. Right. It I think good. it's uh yeah, we had to recover from the M&M Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know listeners like, what the hell happened? But no, we back. It's, right, right. <laughs> Bye, Marcus. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus is the enemy today. Yeah, he's the, the he's a barb, so we gotta attack him personally, but yeah. Um, we got shout outs before we get out of here this 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 afternoon, evening, whatever time it is. Uh shout out to 914. My birthday is on Friday. Um okay. as we were talking, I saw 914 hit the clock. So everybody wish me a happy birthday. Yes, make sure you flood the either her official Twitter page or uh the mix up review. Yeah, we want everybody to go yeah. to the mix up review and like yeah. her Instagram post for your birthday. Uh, yeah, no, that's real. Follow me on, on the mix up review on Instagram. My Twitter is not as popping as my Instagram, but my Instagram be be lit. So, Marcus, shout out to Layla's Wisdom. It's a great album. Y'all should go listen to it. <laughs> um, 
let me before I get my shout out, I gotta make sure I have my my information correct. Um, somebody else give another. Well, while I'm talking, let me give a shout out to the Aux DJ. Um, make sure you guys, you know, follow us. Get my numbers up. Um, I give a shout out to. Him. Oh, and yeah. also, I I will to Aux DJ. If you guys want, uh, if if you just want a place for a playlist, I'm also posting Aux DJ playlist yeah, on the mixedupreview.com so we're gonna get them posted uh really really yes. really soon yes um, so yeah make sure you hit them up but my shout out is definitely gonna go to bad baby as i told you guys i'm a bad baby <laughs> stand um and bad baby is dropping her first mixtape um, on september 18th so i am excited i may try to get them to help me dissect it via the podcast possibly not but yeah that's that's what's gonna go on. I, I'm gonna do a thread about Bad Baby one day so y'all can actually hear these bars that I'm like hyping up. And if you fucking love Cardi B, don't give me that bullshit of she ain't she don't write her rap shit. Cause if you like Cardi B, you can fuck with Bad Baby. Bad Baby got some dope ass writers and they're both signed to Atlantic. So I'm pretty sure they have some similar writers. So uh oh, speaking of young rappers, uh, side note, did y'all hear about the little kid that uh Boosie signed? Mm, no. It's like 11. It's a, it's a little white boy. I think he's like 11 or some shit. Like he's the youngest signed rapper or some shit. Yeah, I, I forgot to do his name. Let me look it up. I thought that was amazing. Like, is this a new wave of signing underage rap artists? I mean, it's an easier way to get a bag because it's easier to market a younger person, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and you can get people who you get you get trolls like I think it's it's weird like now in hip hop trolls actually are fans like yeah. they kind of dictate yeah shit. it is the it's a twelve year old his name is Lil Blurry I'm gonna check him shout out, out. I'm shout gonna out to Lil out. Blurry I'm gonna check him out um I support it but uh right. Sniffles what's up no I was gonna shout out a uh, John Legend oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, what it was it? It was an EGOT, EGOT, Emmys, Grammys, Oscar, and the Tony. Yep, the first is, is he the first black man, period, or yeah. mm-hmm. wow, yeah. 2018, first black. Wow, still doing it. That's the world we live in. But congratulations to John Legend and the Twitter goat Chrissy Teigen. Um, yeah, yeah, but thank you guys for tuning in to this. Hopefully, it's not that long of an episode, but if you made it through, it was good content. So make sure you follow us on um, on Twitter at the committee podcast also follow our official sponsors the kids wear crowns and also drink trill tea so yes that's all our our good sponsors and we will check you guys out next week Rather be the corny white rapper than the drugged out mess who can't even get out of his house. Overdosing is just not cool. There's no legendary romance. You don't go down in history because you overdosed. You just die.